12.30 p.m. ET, and I am Hank Gillipi Ryan, USA Today bestseller of 14, 14 today novels of suspense with today's launch of The House Guest, which you all, I am so excited to be with you here on First Chapter Fun, just like every other Tuesday at 12.30 p.m. ET, you have found us, Hannah Mary McKinnon and I bring you the fabulous first chapter of a wonderful novel. And today, even though it is my pub day here on Instagram and here on Facebook, nothing changes on first chapter fun. Hannah Mary McKinnon and I, my partner in fictional crime, are devoted to bringing you the first chapter of a wonderful book every Tuesday at 12.30 p.m. ET. And of course, today is no different. I'm a little bit frazzled. I can tell you I'm a little bit frazzled today because um, my book is out now and I should have done a million things that I didn't do. And I'm sort of feeling as if there's nothing more I can do. You know, if you have, please buy this book. That's all I I feel like running out into the street and saying, please buy my book, please buy my book. But will you do that for me? Will you go run out into the street and say, look, 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 the house guest is out. And please, 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 I think you should buy the house guest anyway. But it's not about me today. Oh, look at all of you coming today. Debro in Milford, Connecticut is here. And Margaret Lang, of course, and Lynn Hanman. Welcome to you all, Diane Dick and Shelly Gage. Oh my golly. And Yasmin Ango is here. And you know why we have Yaz today. Dar Darla Levan Ryder is here. Janet Hopes Library, CDK 1023. Sharon Bishop. C oh my golly. Everybody is coming in. Jen Jumbo, of course, is here. And I will see you soon in Cleveland. Next week, I'm coming to Cleveland. If you all want to see me on tour for the house guest, Please go to my website, my webpage, uh, on my events page, and they're all listed. I hope to see you, some of you. It'll be really, really great. Uh, I'm looking to see all of you. Shelly Reads a lot are, is here, and Jackie Byron, and Steph Keesling, and AJ Fotheringham. Oh, my golly. Love, love, love seeing you all. And, oh, thank you. Um, I'm, when I look over here, you know I am looking at the comments and I'm seeing so many comments coming in saying happy book birthday. You know, Hannah Mary McKinnon and I rely on you to be here every Tuesday to hear the first chapter of a wonderful new book. And over the past three years, you have to admit, we've really come to know each other. We really, we know where each other lives and we know who has the, who has the best dogs and who's the best cook and who knows how to, who loves reading and who loves what kinds of books. We know our ups and downs in our families and in our lives. And we have sort of managed to get through, hi, Cat Reader, hi, Sylvia, managed to, managed to sort of get through this together with the help of our reading community and with the help of all these wonderful books. First Chapter Fun comes to you uh, by way of you, because of you, compliments of you. Without you, Hannah and I would not be here doing this, and we are just endlessly grateful to all of you here on Facebook and to all of you here on Instagram uh, for keeping us going and going super strong you know, for the past three years. So it's been pretty, pretty marvelous. So coming up soon, Hannah Mary McKinnon's new release, The Revenge List, and that's coming soon. Today, my book, The House Guest, is out. I think I should be, I think I should be wearing my house guest sunglasses, do you think? 
to talk about the book? Maybe so. Hey, Kathy Lanigan, everybody, is, make sure that I don't see your name, Renee uh, Herskowitz. So stream me on Kathy. Oh, I forgot what to do. Kathy Lanigan saying happy pub day, Hank. And Facebook user is saying looking forward to this chapter because indeed today we are here for Yasmin Ango to hear the first chapter of They Come at Night. Now, you all, if you have not read They Come at Night, it is unbelievably written. Yaz has a, when I look over here, I'm looking at the comments. I'm going to change to put up our fancy banner. Um, Yaz has this amazing way of writing that draws you into the story. Wait till you hear <laughs> Nick Knack Maniac says, love the nail color. Yes, it's called Unicorn in the Garden. Thank you. Um, Yaz has this way of writing that leads you to believe the story is going to be one thing and then it's something else entirely. And that shows you, she chose, shows you that in this really well-written chapter one. I've never read a chapter like this. It is absolutely mesmerizing. And I'll tell you a little bit about Nina Knight, her main character in a minute. So as you are all gathering, here's Penny Manson is here today. And here's my darling Hannah Mary McKinnon. Uh, and everybody is saying, thank you. Yasmin saying, hi, Penny. And you see that Yaz is here today. And that is marvelous. Penny Manson says, so excited for this. Everybody is here today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for coming here today. Becky Sue Epstein is here. What if I'm too scared to read The House Guest? Should I, should I buy it for an enemy, she says. You know, let me tell you very quickly, and then we'll get right, right back to the fabulous Yasmin Ango and her fabulous book, They Come at Night. We've talked about this uh, in other venues, and I think it's very interesting that, you know, The House Guest is suspenseful and it's sinister, but it is not scary. It is not scary. It's not going to give you nightmares. It's going to have you. It's going to have you wishing you knew what was going to happen next. And I hope it's going to have you turning the pages as fast as you possibly can. But it's not scary, Becky Sue. It's not scary. So if you like suspense, you will love it. If you like gaslighting and manipulation and all those kinds of things, you will love it. But let's talk about they come at night, you all. I'm so pleased that you're so enthusiastic about the house guest. And once you hear about Yasmin Ango's incredible, they come at night, you will be riveted to this. This is episode 322, if you can possibly imagine. That is so marvelous. And we are so pleased that you are all here today. Uh, yes, Carla says, the house guest is not scary, but super suspenseful. Hardest working woman in the biz says, Facebook user doing FCF on your own pub day too. FCF is a top priority. First chapter fun, Hannah Mary McKinnon and I would not miss it. We would miss you too much. We would miss you too much. And we would miss the joy of bringing you the first chapter of a wonderful book. And today's book, Yasmin Angos, They Come at Night, is no exception. It is exceptional, in fact, being no exception. It's gotten so many accolades and so many marvelous reviews, and it's in the works to be, is it a series yes or is it a is it a major motion picture it might be a television series which i think would be absolutely perfect i would love to see nina knight in a television series couldn't be couldn't be much better here pamela rye says we would miss you too rena says hello yes says yes a tv series a tv series they come at night and you all because you are here at first chapter fun 
you will be able to say, you will be able to say that you knew Yaz first from right here and you were introduced to her on First Chapter Fun. And you probably will read her book first because if you, when you hear this first chapter, you will find that is absolutely irresistible. And two lucky First Chapter Funsters will be able to win their very own copy, generously given by Yasmin Ango and her publisher, will be able to win a copy of this book. So here on Facebook, now you know the scoop, you know the deal, to win a copy of Yasmin Ango's They Come at Night. Here on Instagram, comment before the show is over at one o'clock. You have about 20 minutes to comment. Just ask Yaz a question, ask about her research, ask what comes next. Ask her for me why there's going to be only three Nina Knight books, because I think this could go on forever. Um, ask her anything. Ask her about her research. Ask her about Sisters in Crime. Ask her about she's, how she started writing, all those kinds of things. Here on Instagram, before one o'clock, before the show is over, to win, to be entered to win a copy of this novel. Now on Facebook, the deal is a little bit different on Facebook. And so first chapter funsters who are veterans know the scoop. Here on Facebook, you have until midnight tonight, midnight ET to enter to win. So all of you Instagrammers, you're entered by just showing up here on Instagram and then pop on over to the mothership on Facebook and enter again to win a copy of They Come at Night by Yasmin. Ango cannot wait for you to read this novel. And I think it is time for me to read you uh, a little bit about Yaz and a little bit about the book. And then I will read you the first chapter. So get ready, settle in for a wild ride because you are absolutely going to love this book. All right, let me tell you a little bit about Yaz. Are you, are you ready? Are you all here? Are you gathered? I'm looking at your comments, which are pouring in Renee saying the phone of course I mean people call me during first chapter fun and you know it's spam people and I you know I never answer the phone and I disconnected the phone but it still rings on the printer because of the fax or there's still faxes who needs a fax um, so then I disconnected that and in order to get it not to ring in here I have to yank the phone cord out of the wall yank the phone cord out of the wall. And I'm just not ready to do that. It seems like something might happen. Um, hello from our car. We are in Stillwater, Minnesota. As always, this is a new author. Well, you're here in your car. So this is this is fantastic. I, this might be my first in-car reading. So I can't wait. Um, I can't wait for you to hear this marvelous, marvelous book, They Come at Night by Yasmin Ango. So let me just put up exactly what I'm reading so you know. They Come at Night by Yasmin Ango, and here is a little bit about Yaz herself. Yasmin Ango is the Anthony-nominated and first-generation Ghanaian-American author of the critically acclaimed Her Name is Night and the second of the Nina Knight series, They Come at Night. She is the recipient of the 2000, no, of the 2020, I know this number. She is the recipient of the 2020 Eleanor Taylor Bland Award from Sisters in Crime. Reviews of her work can be found in the New York Times, great review, Kirkus, great review, Publishers Weekly, great review, among others. And she was listed as Amazon's best book of the month and editor's pick. She, her articles have also appeared in, and reviews have also appeared in, OprahDaily.com, Pop Sugar, and in Women's World and The Guardian. That is fantastic. 
Yaz is everywhere. The final of the trilogy, It Ends With Night, releases in September of 2023. So I am interested very much in why, I'm very interested in why there are only three of these books, but they always say, always leave them wanting more, right? Always leave them wanting more. So I want more. Anyway, They Come at Night came out on September 13th, 2020 from Amazon Publishing. Um, we are very glad to be reading to you the first chapter of They Come at Night. And don't forget to enter to win a copy of They Come at Night, courtesy of the fabulous Yaz and Amazon Publishing. Here on Facebook, you can enter until midnight ET. Here on Instagram, you got to enter before one o'clock before the show is over. So you will not want to miss that. And if you aren't a lucky winner, oh my golly, run, run, run right out. Not right now. Not right now. After the show is over, run, run, run right out and get They Come at Night by Yasmin Ango. Um, her first book, um, Her Name is Night, is the first in the series. You can read them in any order. It's really fun to read them in order. But I can tell you from experience that they are definitely standalones. AJ Fotheringham is asking, do you know how the series should end. Hello. And Epicurean Crafter says, so exciting. Yes, indeed it is. All right. So without further ado, let me read you. Well, we like the ado, don't we? Do the ado for you, Jen Jumba, and for everybody here on Facebook and here on Instagram. We do a little ado before we read the novels because we love to get to know you. We love to get to hear from you. We love to read all of your many, many comments. Hey, Francine McDermott Katzen is here today. So Nice to see you. And here's Susan Feibusch Braun is here. And it's so nice. Look at the house guest facing us on your shelf, says Pamela Fry Priest. She's spying on us. The house guest is everywhere. All right, but she's not scary, right? She's not scary. She she actually might be good, mightn't she? You never know. You never know. Anyway, let's look at They Come at Night by Yasmin Ango. And I am <laughs> Knickknack Maniac says, would love a copy of this special book. This is Narina Field. Oh, hi, Narina. I didn't know that. As Knickknack Maniac. Oh, there must be a story behind that nickname, that Knickknack nickname. We would love to hear about that someday. Let me tell you about They Come at Night. Yasmin Ango's They Come at Night is the heart-pounding second installment in the Nina Knight series about an intrepid female assassin who will stop at nothing to protect her family. For elite assassin Nina Knight, eliminating dangerous players on the world stage is part of her job. The tribe, a powerful business syndicate in Africa, ensures she has those opportunities. But for Nina, the tribe is more than just her employer. It's an organization that supports the African people until it turns on itself. As Nina embarks on a new mission, a violent siege by a paramilitary group throws the tribe into chaos and mysterious acts of violence plague the tribe's territories. As the attacks escalate, Nina suspects a different kind of enemy at play, someone on the inside determined to undermine the tribe's leaders. As this new threat closes in on her own family, Nina enlists a team to root out the danger. But as she gets closer to the truth, she will have to risk everything to protect the future she holds dear, even if it means facing off with an enemy she never expected. 
Okay, right. Did I tell you? It's it's so exciting and a perfect television show. I cannot wait to see this absolutely come to life. And you can find Yasmin Angle on Facebook at, at Yasmin Angle Author, on Instagram at author underscore Yaz, at Yaz A Writer on Twitter. You can find her yasminangle.com. You all know how to do social media. Yasmin Angle, you can find her. You can find her. And we are reading today, They Come at Night by Yasmin Ango. Yes, Vicky Water says, love the title. I do too. Yes, and Ango says, just wait till you see the next cover. Oh, you're set to tease. Yes, well, we can't wait to see it and we can't wait to read it. But right now, here comes chapter one of They Come at Night by Yasmin Ango. Right off Low Country Highway in South Carolina sat an antiquated white home nestled behind the expanse of lush green lawn and white picket fences. The all-white house reminded Nina of a smaller plantation home. It was more modern, but here anything even slightly resembling those picturesque ancient homes still elicited uneasy feelings for what they'd once represented Nina looked around at the pockets of pond water blanketed with green algae and the aged, gnarled limb oak trees draped in low-hanging gray Spanish moss. It all made her imagine how things used to be here. She wondered what stories these centuries-old trees had to tell, what secrets hung on those twisted limbs that stretched out like long brown talons stretched out to here. Nina chuckled, shaking her head for letting her mind wander there to places that scared even her, the supposedly unflappable assassin, the Boudini, here on a mission, sitting quietly on the white wooden porch swing, her arms resting on her knees as one hand held a forty-five, and the other settled the gun's silencer atop the barrel, her fingers deftly attaching the two pieces together. There were no neighbors nearby, probably didn't need the silencer. Still, she remained cautious on the off chance that someone was in the woods or elsewhere on the grounds. Regardless of its history, Nina could understand the allure of this place. It was beautiful. The whole area was beautiful. She wouldn't deny it that. Its lushness reminded her of home. Home home. On a Buri mountain. One of the two places she felt at peace. She closed her eyes and listened. The, the inability to see sharpening her hearing. There was nothing but birds and nature and stillness. Too still. Solitude was what she thought she'd enjoyed the most, but she came to realize that she only enjoyed it amid commotion and life, like her home in Miami brought. Even on a bury, the home cut into the mountain, there'd been sounds of Africa. Here, there was nothing. She didn't care for that very much. It was time, and once again Nina felt the barely perceptible change come over her as her wandering thoughts focused, her emotions melted away into the stifling heat, and she slipped into her other half. Echo stood, letting the swing bump against the backs of her knees, and still. She walked over to the front door, put her gloved hand on the ornate handle, and pushed the door in. She appreciated that the fall weather was cooler, not so famously hot like South Carolina was known for. Whoever had coined that had never been to Ghana in the summer, obviously. Air conditioning greeted her, even if it was November. 
The house was stuffy and in desperate need of airing out. If the wife and kids had been home, perhaps it would have happened, but they weren't, having left the man of the house at home alone while they went on holiday. His muffled cries restarted the moment Eppo stepped inside. She knew the house, having walked its floors from top to bottom while she'd waited for the owner to return, hand in hand with a redhead who looked nothing like the wife in the family photos decorating the wall. They'd been pawing at each other, barely through the door before he'd been on the woman, groping her as if he were some adolescent experiencing his first time. Echo had glanced again at the staggered portraits of his three children, who he dishonored by bringing the woman here. She tutted softly, preferring not to watch, but watching anyway as they made their way to the parlor and to the couch where he'd plopped himself down. The woman had quickly gone to work on his belt, then his pants, lowering them to his knees. As she had, Echo had pulled out the dark dish towel she'd borrowed from the kitchen. Borrowed was the wrong word. She wasn't going to return it. She'd taken out her small bottle of chloroform, and while sitting on the stairs, allowing the two to really get into each other, she'd doused the towel with the liquid, holding her breath so the smell wouldn't mess with her sensibilities. Then she'd followed the sounds of pleasure until she'd been standing behind the woman who'd been on her knees, face in his ample lap. The man's head had been lolled against the couch, eyes closed, mouth open and moaning, His hand had been on the woman's head, helping her along, although she hadn't seemed to need any assistance. She was a pro, like Echo, doing what she needed to do, like Echo, and Echo had no qualms with the woman's hustle. Echo had bent down, grabbed the woman by her forehead, and yanked her back hard. The man had yelped a high-pitched thing, likely from the hard pull, and maybe from some teeth, too. His eyes had flown open, but but Echo already had the woman in her arms, towel clamped firmly over her nose and mouth. The moment she began to struggle less, Echo had reached to pull her gun from the back of her belt and swung it around, aiming it at the man, who'd scrambled up in his seat as if a mouse were at his feet. The woman was dead weight. Echo had dropped her where she stood. Please, he'd begged, his Algerian accent thickening as his fear and panic had increased. Please, whatever you want, I will give. But he hadn't given. Anything but that, he'd said when she told him what she wanted. Please, he will kill me. Torture was not Echo's preference. She'd been there, experienced that, and had no appetite for it. But a dispatch was a dispatch. She'd cut him just a little bit. Money people had no tolerance for pain. After all, he was the one who'd chosen to make this hard by bargaining. He had passed out. His behavior was a bit overdramatic, and the reason why she was still there, walking back in from the porch after giving him time to recover, think about his predicament, and ready himself to provide answers when she asked for the final time. Because there would be only a final time. Now she stood in front of him again, bending until she was eye-level. He was crying, the words muffled through the tape in a pair of his wife's panties, which she'd stuffed in his mouth for poetic justice. She slapped him. The sound ricocheted through the high-ceilinged room, stunning him into silence. She needed him focused long enough to give her the information she required. She peeled the tape partially from his mouth. "'Was it my wife? Did she send you?' he asked through puffs of vile breath. 
Echo considered letting that be the thought he died with, that his wife, knowing of his treachery, had gotten the final word. But it would be a lie, and Echo was not a liar when she didn't have to be. Last time, she said, the location of General Konate's outpost. Allow me to live? Bargaining as if he had anything worth trading. Information, she supposed, but Nina would extract that from him regardless. His eyes were those of a man with no more chances. In the end, they all looked the same right before. Let me live if I tell. I have a wife, children. She glanced down at the woman lying prone on the floor, hopefully dreaming the dreams of queens. Then she looked at him. Seriously? Now he was blubbering, mouth moving like a pufferfish. Please, he let loose a string of words in his native language, and Nina briefly considered learning Arabic could be useful. No. Then why should I tell you if you're going to kill me anyway? Panic flooded his eyes like a feral animal. Because if you don't, you will suffer immensely. Your choice. Go easy, she stared at him dispassionately, or go hard. He chose to go easy. He confessed as if he and Echo were on either side of a confessional, disclosing the whereabouts of the employer for whom he cooked the books, a maniac who called himself military and claimed he worked for the people. However, General Kanate was the epitome of the corruption and rot the tribe worked tirelessly to fight against. He was nothing more than a gluttonous pig, stealing from villages of whatever African country he, he selected to defile. He looted and pillaged, lining his pockets and terrorizing all who fell into his path. Echo put the muzzle of her 45 ACP flush against his temple and ended the philandering accountant's life. Her next work was to wrap him, head in the plastic sheeting he hadn't even noticed was there. She secured him with the same industrial tape that had covered his mouth. The cleaners would take care of his remains and her kill site. Echo took a final look at the red-haired woman's still form. She would wake, freak out, and run far away if she was smart. Echo guessed she would. Dispatch was successful? The question popped into her ear as if Nina had thought it. Yes, she told the network operative, always there, always reliable, always watching. The cleaners are en route. Echo stepped around the woman, sweeping the house and porch for any remaining trace of her she might have forgotten. She locked the front door of the house, then started around back to where her car was parked, listening to the sounds of wind rustling through the tree branches along the way. Did I tell you it wasn't what you expected? That was the absolutely brilliant, riveting first chapter of They Come at Night about Nina Knight, the assassin, and her sort of alter ego, Echo, who she becomes when need be. Um, a brilliant book, a brilliant story. It has been. I'm looking at all of your comments. Let me look on Instagram first. Steph Kiesling says, wow. Sharon Bishop says, gotta love this. AJ Fotheringham says, wow, wow, wow. Amy Kearse Writer says, wow, great first chapter. Janet Hope's Library says, Echo is badass. 
Echo is indeed the baddest ass of badasses. SML Proofreading says, thank you, Hank, Hannah, and Yasmin. Oh, my year in book says, amazing. Totally amazing. It is totally amazing. Oh, my golly. So good, says Rena. Absolutely so. Oh, this is so funny. Facebook user says, Ack, I knew you'd stop, but I still wasn't prepared. Kathy Lanigan says, wow, that is an amazing first chapter. Grabs you right from the start. Susan Feibushbaum says, Hank, now you stop. No, says Susan. That is quite amazing. Um, it's uh, amazing. The whole book is incredible. And so <laughs> Renee says, wonderful chapter. Many, many exclamation marks. And Claire Von Blericum, welcome, Claire. So nice to see you here today. Says, wow, really grabs your attention. Couldn't put it better myself. That it, it does, that indeed really grabs your attention. And someone, Facebook user Renee says, I want to read your books, Yasmin. Yes, indeed. You can get her first book and her second book, They Come at Night. You can read them in any order, although they are about to be a trilogy and about to be a television series. And we can have a big watch party here on First Chapter Fun when that comes out. So you know you know the rules, you all, to enter to win. You have two minutes left on Instagram to leave a question or leave a comment for Yaz because ridiculously on Instagram, your comments disappear. Sue Bishop Love Hug says, yay, I'm glad it's daytime. Yes, indeed. And Nick Knack, I know who that is, Narina, says, oh my goodness, Yasmin, that was insane. Got to hear how this ends. Absolutely got to hear how it ends. Once you hear that beginning of They Come at Night, it is irresistible. Amazing. A TV series. Yes, indeed. This is someone who is not allowed StreamYard to use your name. But next week, you will allow StreamYard to use your name before we go today. Two more quick things. Three. <laughs> I, I'm just reading all of your marvelous comments. You know that Hannah and I um, read all of your comments uh, before, after, after the show. We, I can't see all of your, I can't comment on your comments while I'm talking. It's distracting. And how long, how that must feel to have your writing become a series says celebrate 444. Celebrate is the word for that. I'm sure Yaz celebrates that throughout. So quickly, let me say that next week, let me put up a banner to show what you what we will read. Next week, we will read Truth is a Flightless Bird by Abir Hussein, Akbar Hussein, Akbar Hussein, forgive me, Akbar Hussein. And I want you to take a second to look at this. What do you see first when you see this cover? Do you see a bird with a pointy beak and an eye? Or do you see the night? and the moon behind a white ripped piece of paper. Is that not gorgeous? That is amazing. Akbar Hussein's Truth is a Flightless Bird. And we have a theme, ladies and gentlemen, it says on this, gentlemen, it says on the cover, soon to be a major television series. So we cannot wait for that. We have two books that are soon to be a major television series. We have first chapter fun here every Tuesday at 12.30 p.m. ET. Hannah Mary McKinnon and I welcome you with open, open arms. We are so glad that you joined us here today for They Come at Night by Yasmin Engo. I was so honored to read it to you today. Don't forget, this is pub day for the house guest. If you have not gotten the house guest, run, run, run right out and get it. No pressure. It's just my career. And we love you here at First Chapter Fun. And as I am now 30 seconds over, I will say to you, find me on the road. Stay safe, stay kind.
We love you so much and we will see you next time. Bye-bye.